Hey guys, I wanted to let you know about a new project I've been working on for quite some time that I am so excited about. It is a fresh book just for all you mamas called Doing It All. Stop overfunctioning and become the mom and person you're meant to be. Doing It All is a simple framework designed to help you organize your stress, clear your mental clutter, and make more space for what really matters in your life. This book is about sharing my blueprint for achieving a centered life as a real working mom with real working mom problems. It's not about achieving a dazzling fantasy life of ease, wealth, and perfection, but a realistic life that's purposeful, organized, and aligned with your personal values. A life where you're able to prioritize what really matters and where everything, even laundry, has its place. Work calls? Yep. Time with your kids? Absolutely. Time for yourself? A top priority. Yes, you heard that right. This has nothing to do with manifesting positive vibes. You won't find a single affirmation here. Instead, you'll discover a practical framework, step-by-step plan, and over 40 targeted exercises, prompts, and activities. You can pre-order right now at amazon.com. Look for Doing It All by Dr. Whitney. Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. Hey guys, it's Dr. Whitney, and today's episode is about your energy. It's about you conserving your energy for the purpose of being able to pour it into the areas of your life and the priorities that you have and the values that you hold dear. And I want to talk about that in relationship to other people and And this idea that as moms, we spend a lot of our time soothing other people. And I know this is totally true for me. Now, of course, the biggest thing that's going to come to mind, the most obvious way that we soothe people is that we soothe our kids. As moms, we're caregivers. We are helping a kid who scraped their knee. We are tending to our child's sobs when a friend doesn't want to play with them and they feel left out. We are making sure that people feel like things are fair when one kid won the game of Uno and the other kid feels upset about it. So we're constantly caregiving and soothing. But I also want to think beyond that because I think for a lot of women, I don't think I'm alone on this, that we actually operate with soothing as our main mechanism of action in a lot of areas of our lives. And especially for those of us that have anxiety, we spend a lot of energy trying to soothe others so that everything is okay. 
So this is what I mean. Like, let's say you get into a fight with your partner. I've gotten into fights with my husband. And let's say that while you're growing up, your primary points of attachment, your parent, right? They would kind of easily get upset and you wanted to keep the peace. And so you'd kind of soothe them or you'd make sure that you were acting like the perfect little lady or you make sure that you are doing everything right or getting good grades because you don't want to kind of like mess up the peace. You want to keep the peace. Well, now as an adult in your relationships, that might be the way that you operate too. So I find myself and I'm having an argument with my husband, even if it's something that I know that he did wrong, you know, quote unquote, like it's his fault, quote unquote, whatever's happening, that my instinct is to apologize after I've shown up for myself. So let's say, for example, he's supposed to pick up the kids on Fridays and he neglects to tell me that he made an appointment for himself to go get his haircut on Friday, which is totally fine, totally good that he's taking care of himself, but he forgot to tell me and so it fell into my lap to do. And last minute, even though I had a meeting, I had to cancel it so that that way I could go pick up the kids, right? Kind of that classic like mom jumping in and mom being the she-fault parent. Okay, so I get miffed. I talk to my husband about it. I try to do that in as clear a way as possible and as fair a way as possible using compassionate assertiveness. If you don't know what that is, you can go back to some of our previous podcast episodes. But let's say that he still gets upset about it. He gets defensive. Maybe he brings up some other counterpoint about how I don't communicate in a way that's useful to our family. Or maybe I put him out sometimes in terms of ways that he has to cover for me. So even though in that situation, it was totally fair of me to bring up this transgression, although it's minor, right? This transgression that happened in our relationship. I find myself then, because it feels uneasy, now we don't have peace between us, wanting to apologize, wanting to soothe his hurt feelings, but I brought something up to him and he didn't like it. That happens across tons of our relationships. That happens with our kids sometimes when we give them maybe a consequence for not listening to us. The other night, my daughter, she talked back to me in a way that was so rude and she lost her screen time and then she totally lost it emotionally. And then I felt myself wanting to soothe that, that upset that she had, that sadness that she had when she said, I feel sad, I feel really disappointed that I lost my screen time, I deep in my soul wanted to make it right, even though I know as a parent, I did the absolute right thing by setting a boundary and holding firm with it. Mama, it is here and available for download. It's the new Modern Mamas Club app We are so ready to join you on your personal journey from conflicted to centered. We want to take you on an evidence-based path from feeling conflicted all the time, from feeling pulled in all kinds of directions, from feeling burnt out to feeling really purposeful and aligned as you move through your working motherhood experience, no matter what is happening around you. So go check it out in the app store. So what do you do if that is your MO? 
If you're someone who's constantly soothing other people and using your energy to do that. And the first step to changing it is just noticing. It's noticing what your MO is. It's noticing the way that you tend to want to soothe and to put in energy to that. And then it's also noticing how you feel after you spend all that energy soothing. Like, do you feel tired? Do you feel resentful? Do you not have energy now to do all the things that you want to do when you're with your kids? Do you feel distracted? Because I know for myself, when I put a lot of energy into soothing other people in ways that is, are unhealthy for me, that don't have firm boundaries around them, I end up actually hurting myself. I drain myself so much of energy that now I'm not as effective as I want to be in my relationships with my kids, with my partner, with my colleagues. I'm not as effective as a professional. I can't think as clearly when I need to make decisions. I don't speak as clearly when I'm supposed to be communicating with other people. And so it takes away. So the first step is, again, becoming aware of when you do this. The second step is recognizing how that makes you feel. The third step is starting to make decisions in the moment when you come up with opportunities to soothe other people about if it's worth your energy. Now, I know that feels like kind of a weird way to say it. Like, well, it's not my worth. It's not worth my energy to like take care of you, right? That feels harsh. That feels cold. That feels kind of against the way that we're naturally taught to operate as women. I totally get that. That's the way that we were conditioned as little girls is to do that. But when we do that, we're able to actually then analyze, is this the way that I want to operate? Will this be good for me? And will it be good for the other people around me? Because I guarantee you, when you soothe other people, other people's needs, other people's acting like a baby, throwing a tantrum, basically, right? If it's your partner or your kid, for anybody else, you ultimately actually don't serve them. It makes it so your relationship is less healthy and you don't have that deep connection and that authenticity that you read resentment inside yourself that you end up the one who actually suffers as a result of it. Now, a couple things. As you're starting to do this in your relationships, you are probably going to notice that for some people that you're in relationship with, it's going to rub them the wrong way. Let's say, for example, and I go back to my husband and I, that example. Let's say that in your relationships, you're actually used to operating in a way where you have a lot of high conflict, a lot of high emotion. So let's say my husband didn't pick up the kids. He couldn't do it. I have to take it over. Maybe I would normally write like a nasty email back or a nasty text back. Or when we are talking about it, I would raise my voice or I would get really emotional or maybe I would even use name calling or I would just get like really upset. Let's say instead, if I change the way I operate to have less energy going out and in, instead of getting upset, instead of, of kind of like ramping up, let's say that I I'm quiet. Let's say I'm calm, but I'm firm. And I say, you know, that's not going to work for me next time. Just so you know, the next time you ask me to do that, I need at least 15 to 20 minutes of a heads up. 
let's say that makes your partner kind of infuriating. You're not engaging in that same old cycle that you normally did. Maybe with your kids, it infuriates them that you're just holding a line. You're not tending to this tantrum that they're having over and over and over again. Maybe your colleague who's really needy and like loves to have high drama, it actually usually rubs people the wrong way when you change your mode of operation. Because change is hard for people. So people who have not learned to be healthy about their boundaries, people who have not learned to be healthy about the way that they give their energy to other people, they will have a hard time with you evolving and being a better version of yourself. If you are being a better version of yourself, it's going to be more difficult for those people to accept it at first. You are going to feel them potentially pulling you back into drama. You're going to feel them sucking you back into you expending a ton of energy. And I want to ask you, at what cost? At what cost? Because when we give energy away, when we squander our energy, our energy is the most precious commodity that we have. That ability to be creative, that ability to be excited, that ability to be present and in the moment. When I have the most energy, it allows me to be in deepest connection with myself and with other people. You've lost everything when you give that away. So my challenge for you this week is to think about where are places where you are literally giving away your energy for free? Where are places where giving away your energy is harming you and the other people around you? And what could you gain by keeping more of your energy for yourself? Not in a selfish way, but in a way that actually protects your peace so you are able to be more powerful and to show up as the fullest, best version of yourself to yourself and to every other person around you. All right, that's all for today, guys. See you next week. Hey, mama. If you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.